0: Welcome to Stop Wanting Him Back and Find Someone Better, where I talk about my personal and my group coaching clients' experiences of healing our hearts, authentically falling in love with ourselves, and yes, finding someone better. I'm Claire the Heartbreak Coach. Let's take your love life and entire life to the next level. Hello, my loves. Welcome to episode 208 Dating with Dignity versus Your Ego. I'm really excited about this episode. It was inspired by a few experiences that I recently had in my business. And it reminded me of how frustrated my clients get when people say they're all in and want to see you again. And then they just disappear, flake, or say, actually, Never mind, I changed my mind. I think creating clients in my business is so similar to dating and looking for your person. It requires a thick skin, it requires vulnerability, and it requires patience and deep belief, self compassion, and it requires fucking integrity and dignity. A few weeks back, I had three women. In one week, apply to work with me one on one who were just all in. Oh my gosh, on a scale of one to 10, I'm a 10, totally ready to pay and make this investment. I say very clearly on the application your application is a timely one. This isn't, oh, just apply and like, maybe then I'll do it in a few months or six months. Just like a let's just see. This is a are you ready now? Why is Claire the right coach for you? Why do you want to do it at this time? Where do you see yourself in six months? They check off the box. I'm aware this is a timely application. We will get back to you in the next 48 hours. You understand that you're going to set up a consultation with Claire within seven days of the application. If Claire decides to move forward on that consultation call, if we decide we're a yes, you will be expected to sign up within seven days. I'm not fucking around here. I want to work with women who are all in now. Don't apply to be wishy washy. So, you're seeing the similarities? You're putting yourself out there to date and look for your person. Now, obviously, on your profile, you can't say, once we swipe, these are what my expectations are. Obviously, some of the crossover is not exactly the same. But the all in yes, 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 yes. Oh my gosh, Claire. I've been listening to your podcast. I've been reading your poosh articles. I follow you on Instagram. Everything that you say, yes, yes, yes. All in. Yes. And then I'm like, great. Let's pick a time. Oh, wait. Oh, got to go. um I'll, I'll let you know. I, I've got to go now. I'm rushing or, um oh, can I just like think about it for a second? Or one girl was like, so how much is it after? She checked off the box that she understood what the price was and was prepared to pay the price. And here's where my dignity came in. I let my assistant tell the girl who said, how much is it again? I said, oh, if you don't know how much it is, then this isn't a fit. Because if you actually didn't read the application and take it seriously and check off the box without actually knowing what you were checking off, we're not a fit. I wasn't going to go back and just be like, oh, this is the price. Does that still work? Another woman on the consultation, she was like, so what is your price? Is it this? And I was like, did you read the application where you checked off the part where it told you the price and that you were prepared to pay it? And she's like, oh, yeah, no, I just wasn't sure. And I'm like, don't fuck with my price and don't play dumb and don't waste my time. Now, you hear how fiery I'm getting because I just me personally, I'm a highly sensitive person. I'm also very respectful of how other people run their businesses. And I would never waste someone's time by playing dumb and saying I'm all in to only back out. One girl just completely ghosted. And I was annoyed. I was very annoyed. I thought it was rude. I let it out. I totally let it out. I let it out to my assistant, not at my assistant, who also commiserated with me and was like, yeah. This is bullshit, right? In the same way that I tell my clients, yeah, it is. It's fucking rude. Spineless men who you swipe with on the internet are going to say some bullshit and disappear. It happens. It happens. People are going to apply and waste my time and get on a consult with me and bullshit me and then run. It just it happens. It's a part of life, and if we can accept that it's a part of life our lives will be so much easier. (laughs) Now, that doesn't mean, again, I can't reiterate this enough. That doesn't mean you don't get to experience disappointment. You do get to experience disappointment. And then you get to pull your big girl pants up and get back to the task at hand. Okay. thank you for showing me who you are. Thank you for showing me you're not the right client for me. And one woman who after had said, like, yes, like I'm all in, she said, to my assistant, you know, I'm, I don't think I'm going to move forward at this time, but if I change my mind, I'll let you know. And so we just responded with, well, as the application states, if you decide to not move forward, you have the opportunity to apply again in six months time. This isn't a willy nilly. You get to call me and assume that I'm just available waiting for you to hire me. No, no. And, you know, I'm a businesswoman. I have to put a roof over my head. I like nice things. I've got bills to pay. I want to make money and I want to create clients. I just want to create the right ones. No amount of money for some bullshit, half in, half out client is worth it to me because I have standards on how I coach, who I coach, how I run my business. And I'd rather repel people with my rules and standards who are the wrong people in order to clear space for the right people. And again, I was irritated, but then I was like, and here's how I'm going to handle this and here's how I'm going to handle this one and here's how I'm going to handle that one. Three separate people. I didn't lump them together and give them some uniform response because... They were each individual people who were treating me in different ways and decided to handle it like the boss I am, even when I knew that they were no's. It wasn't about, "ooh, what do I say here so this person will come back? It was, oh, how do we complete this interaction as the CEO and boss of my business? And it felt so fucking empowering, even though they were no's even though they, quote unquote, wasted my time, which I actually don't believe that they did waste my time. I lived and learned a lot because it was just very interesting to me. And the coach that I am, even to myself, I'm like, well, how is this happening? And what is the lesson here that three people would come in the same week and pull the same shit, even if it's different ways? I was curious. I was irritated. I let the irritation out. I felt justified in the irritation. Then I got my power back and I'm like, how do I want to handle this like the boss that I am? And it felt so fucking good. And I know it's no coincidence that it then cleared space the following two weeks later for another yes, one on one applicant who's actually a yes, two women to join my group, another woman in my group to re-up for another year in my group program and more consults on the books next week. No coincidence because my dignity And how I showed up and how I handled it was, in my opinion, fucking amazing. And not only did I think it was amazing, I loved me for it. I was like, fuck yeah, Mary Claire Byrne. You don't let these people walk all over you. Okay, so you guys already know I went through hundreds of unavailable men before I found the one, but did you also know that I tried hundreds of mediocre moisturizers before I found winnow, luxury, CBD, face cream? I've been consistently using Winnow for over two years now, and I'm not kidding. Within one week of use, I was getting compliments about how dewy and bright my skin was looking. And I also noticed that the subtle blotchiness on both sides of my jawline were gone This is my first ad on this podcast, and I only want to talk about products I genuinely love, use, and believe in, and I can't say enough about Winnow. It got to the point where if I was at Larry's and forgot to bring my Winnow, I'd be so annoyed to use some backup moisturizer, and it was then that I realized more people need to know about Winnow. Winnow is a female founded company and is the first luxury clean face cream to pair the finest CBD with other high quality ingredients. This unique formula allows you to benefit from the calming and soothing properties of CBD without adding another step to your skincare routine. You can use it morning and night, but I usually use it three times a day, the third time after I shower post workout. When you purchase your first Winnow Cream, you can use my discount code HEARTBREAKCOACH20 and receive 20% off. Head to winnowskincare.com if you're like me who loves skincare products that are luxurious, clean, and effective. Now, notice that the title of this episode is called Dating with Dignity Versus Your Ego. I didn't reach out to any of them and say, hey. This is the way that I run my business. And you disrespected me. And just so you know, you can't reapply for another six months now. So mm, joke's on you, right? I didn't stick it to any of them. I just, again, individually handled what they gave me and then decided what I wanted to give back as the mature, grounded, powerful. CEO and boss, not just of my business, but of of my life. Personally and professionally, I have a standard about how I want people around me to show up. And because of my dignity, I also have a standard about how I want to show up for my clients. I will do anything for my clients. I will just make sure that they are all good and right. All I need is for them to show up. And bring their work to the table, but I am going to work so fucking hard for them. I know any of my clients listening know that all they need to do is raise their hand on the group call. All they need to do is show up consistently for the one-on-one calls. I'm so proud of the coach that I am, and I'm so proud of also the human I am because I'm not a perfect coach. That's something I touched on on a recent episode. Twelve years since rock bottom, I'm you know a human first, a coach second, and I'm gonna fuck up, but I I know that I'm trying my best and I really believe my clients know that I'm trying my best and I'm living and learning and growing. And that's what I love so much about this work is that it's never over and I'm always digging deeper and growing and maturing and falling on my face and learning from that and pulling my big girl pants back up and getting back up and just trying harder the next time after learning what I've learned in the last lesson. Because None of this is new. I've been a coach now for 6 years. If you think that I haven't had potential clients ghost before, I have. I Just hadn't had that experience of like three in a row in a short period of time. I'm like, okay, what is going on here? How can I live and learn from it? And of course, I thought about my clients who were like, what the fuck? I went I actually am thinking of one client in particular. I went on a date with three different guys and they all ghosted me. What the fuck? And she wanted to lump them together and make a big story out of it, which, again, I'm not criticizing her. That's so human to do. But then I was like, let's break it down one at a time. And then it turned out, well, actually, these people, this guy actually had some more red flags than what I even realized. And here I am making meaning out of him rejecting me. But the reality is he wasn't that great. So sometimes I like to go to the Google and just give you the definition of what the words mean that are in the titles of these episodes. Dignity is the state of being worthy of honor or respect. The state of being worthy Of honor or respect. So, hopefully, it makes sense the difference between what I described and how I handled these situations individually versus acting from my ego, which is defined as a person's self esteem and importance. It's acting from the ego is way more reactive and protective. And I really think it comes from an insecure place, whereas acting from your dignity is I don't care about the outcome. I just love the way that I'm showing up and really owning my professionalism as well as my my standards of how I expect to be treated both personally and professionally like you guys can go do your own thing. I don't need to teach you. I'm just showing up actually really for myself, even if I know that you are a no, whether it's not moving forward with working with someone or it doesn't work in a relationship. And by the way, I have totally acted out of ego. I don't think I've acted out of ego. And maybe I'd need to think about that. I don't think I've acted out of ego towards a client. I'm I'm sure I probably have in the last six years. I can't I can't think of an example that would really be a vulnerable share, wouldn't it? But I I can't think of one off the top of my head, but you guys, a million times over how many times I've acted out of ego, you know, with a guy who rejected me or disrespected me and I'm going to teach him and I'm going to get the last word in and I'm going to show him and that's really going to make him feel bad. And it never feels good and it never works. So acting from dignity makes me feel like And I say this now, this is going to sound egoic, but it makes me feel like I've won. Not in the sense of I beat that motherfucker or I won over those ladies who applied and decided not to work with me. It's not about winning versus them losing. Well, I do think you lose if you want to do this work and then choose not to, but not in that like competitive childlike way of like I beat them at their own game, more like I win no matter what. This is the work working no matter what because I've got my pride and my dignity where I get to put my head on the pillow at night and be really proud of the standards that I set for how I run my business and who I choose to work with and who I don't choose to work with and who I choose to date and don't date and just how I show up as a human, period. And I want for you guys, for that to be more important Then locking it down with some unavailable motherfucker who, if he treats you this way now, he will make you miserable for the rest of his life. And I think when we're really heartbroken or bummed, and even if we're super automatically attached to someone who we've just started to get to know, this is happening for women in my group. They're getting really worked up and they've been on only a few dates with these guys who they don't yet know if they are their person. And I've been there too. I was really worked up after one weekend with Larry. So I'm not judging at all, but we lose sight of our pride and our dignity and our standards and how we want to treat ourselves and how we teach others to treat us when, oh, you just like really want someone to be your person or it could be easy for me to just like want to sign a client. But I'm telling you, you cannot put a price on your pride and your dignity of how you want to show up and it will only yield you a bigger reward later but you've got to see it and feel it and know it and love it more than locking it down with someone unavailable. Okay. So without further ado, what does dating with dignity look like? I have seven examples of what dating with dignity looks like. One, a woman who dates with dignity has boundaries on her time. She has a standard of how much time in advance she needs for someone to ask her out on a date. She has a plan on how long she's going to stay on a date, especially the first couple of dates. Really has it locked in. And again, I always say there's exceptions to every rule. I've made it very clear. I spent way longer with Larry on a first date than I would ever regularly recommend. There were lots of different factors at play that had me feel like that was the right call in that specific situation. I don't care to get into it right now. I've touched on it on other episodes. I always talk about how you have to be the the mother of your own self when it comes to your dating life. But you'll know when you're making a decision like spending way more time on a first date than you normally would from a reactive place, or is it from a very well thought out chosen place? I was calling my best friend and being like, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, gonna stay here longer. And I'm really aware of like how into him I am, but we're, you know, 80 miles apart and we can't see each other for another two weeks. So I'd rather just get to know him now. And if I never hear from him again or see from him again, I am in a position to be resilient enough to process the disappointment. Whereas if I had just come off the heels of my rock bottom relationship, wouldn't advise. You've got to look at the whole picture of you and the other person. You can also go back to last week's episode. Beware of bad dating advice because, you know, you're going to hear these rules that I have and then take them to heart. And there might be another variable in your situation where I would say, oh, well, that's been different. So, you know, don't take all of these things as gospel, take them as guidelines and then be malleable and flexible to what your situation is. But that doesn't mean let yourself off the hook to go back to old habits unconsciously because you're like, oh, this is just me being the mother of my own self. Fuck what Claire, the heartbreak coach says. No, this is this is better for me. You know the difference. I know you know the difference. She has boundaries. We're still in number one. So boundaries on time of how much time in advance she needs on the date. She has a clear plan on how long she wants to stay on the date. And she also has a standard on how long she thinks is an okay time for his response time to her text messages. I could do a whole episode on text messaging. Have I done one already? Probably I need to if I haven't. <laughs> you guys, in my 40s, I'm telling you, I can't remember anything anymore. And apparently this is normal brain fog. <sighs> I got to do a whole other episode on that one, too. But yeah, whether he texts you or you initiate the conversation, if you're not hearing back from him for two days and he's responding, but like doesn't acknowledge that he hasn't responded, why he hasn't responded for two two days, you know not great. And a woman with dignity is clocking that. Two, she asks questions and wants someone to ask questions about her. You guys, it's just not that fucking hard. I know we all know it. We want people to ask us questions about ourselves. And it's important for you to ask questions to the person who could potentially be your person. If you're sitting there and someone is just chewing your ear off about themselves and you're giving them opportunities to be like, oh yeah, that actually happened to me once. And you're like touching on some things and throwing some things out there and he, she, or they don't bite. Not great. And she's not impressed because she's got dignity and she knows she's interesting and worthy to be asked questions, especially by someone who could potentially be her person. Three, she's understanding if he needs to cancel, but appreciates him stepping up and being apologetic and making a point to have follow through on the next time. She's cool. She's calm. She's collected. She can feel a little bit disappointed if someone she likes has to cancel, even if it's last minute. Maybe has to cancel twice. I had to do that once with someone who I really genuinely was interested in. But I just was really fucking sick and I wasn't getting better. And so I just made a point to send him a voice note. And I was like, hey, I like to send voice notes and I want you to hear in my voice, A, how sick I am and B, how sorry I am that I keep canceling. I'm not flaking. I totally want to meet you. And I also don't want to get you sick or anyone else sick. So I hope that, you know, you will understand and that we can meet, you know, hopefully next week instead. Again, it's just not that fucking hard. It goes both ways. Right. I can have enough dignity to be a human and express interest, but also have to take care of myself. And I expect someone to do the same if he had to cancel. Okay, so if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I am obsessed with a company called The Urban and The Mystic. Obsessed! (laughs) UNM is the greatest gifting company ever, and it's not just gifts for my loved ones and my clients, but they have created the greatest gifts for me whether you or a loved one are heartbroken, looking for love, celebrating a birthday, grieving the loss of a loved one, or you simply want to treat yourself to a gorgeously enhanced meditation space, UNM has you covered. They have curated the most beautiful packages and uniquely designed oak wood boxes, engravable, by the way, that consists of the most exquisite crystals, sage and palisanto bundles, also engravable. And candles that will literally make you melt, that sets you in the mood for whatever it is that you want to heal, call in, or celebrate. My favorite UNM products include the Love Bowl, obviously, which was featured as one of Oprah's favorite things, as well as the LA Bundle, where you can engrave a selenite disc. So when I send this bundle to a client, her intention for our work together is never forgotten. Oh, and have you ever had no clue as to what to get when your bestie's pet passes away? Yeah, I didn't either until I discovered UNM's rainbow bridge bag. My clients and loved ones have literally been moved to tears by the bundles, bowls, and boxes I have sent them. Head to theurbanandthemystic.com and use my code HEARTBREAKCOACH20 on your first order. Treat yourself and or your loved one to something that is truly like no other gift you'll ever receive. Four, she dates at a slow and intentional pace, even if someone she likes wants more. We've all done it. Go too fast, too soon, and then it blows up in your face. And now here's this person who's totally interested in you. You're totally interested back. You've done all this work on yourself. (laughs) I have to say that tongue in cheek and a little lightly because I've done this, too, where I think, oh, now I've done so much work on myself. So now this is different. Oh, now, of course, he's arrived. And then I go off to the races and just abandon all the work and abandon the plans that I had for next time, which was to go fucking slow no matter what. Go slow. Don't show all your cards. At once, which is actually number five. A woman who dates with dignity doesn't show all her cards at once, even if she really likes someone. Don't be available all the time. If you've only gone out on a few dates with someone, you shouldn't be calling each other every day and acting like your boyfriend and girlfriend. Three dates is nothing. I appreciate some consistent text exchanges throughout the week. Make sure there's a date on the books. You're not looking for a freaking pen pal. You're touching base, but you're living your life. And I think, you know, when it's like too much chatting, when you're kind of pulling teeth on the calls, but you're on the calls because you're interested in each other. But it just might be too soon for that. And honestly, I don't even live with Larry full time. And on the days that he has the kids, I mean, some days we don't even talk on the phone live. It's just there's nothing to say or life is too crazy for both of us. And I know that that's different three and a half years in, but, you know, there's always consistent little check ins, but it's not this like need to connect and need to talk on the phone as you're newly getting to know each other. And again, showing all your cards right away, even if you like him and you can feel like he likes you, leave a little mystery that's very different from playing hard to get and playing games. You're just not available to speak on the phone every day because you're also dating other people. What if you were dating, I think in an, in an ideal world, and to be honest, this was never me, but I do think a really healthy dating approach is to date multiple people at the same time you know, two, three max. If you're dating two or three people max, even if it's not the same three people, let's say you like one guy, but you're going on like two other dates a week in the first few weeks of liking this guy. Like you're busy and chatting with those other guys to see if those guys are potentially your person. And I know if you're anything like me. No, but Claire, when I like someone, I just know that I like them and then I don't even want to swipe anymore. And let alone like go on other dates with other people. I get it. I'm the same. But even if you're not actively doing that, that's the energy you need to be in towards the person that you are into because it's just too fucking soon to know if he is your person. It's too fucking soon to put all your eggs in one basket. And it's not about ego, it's not about playing games, it's about having pride and dignity about your time with someone who hasn't yet earned all of your time that early in the game. Six. She speaks up if she doesn't agree with something he says. This could be about anything. It's not necessarily about dating or about you or about himself. And by the way, I'm not saying pick fights. This is very different. That would be ego, right? I'm not saying argue and, you know, maybe he says something so outrageous that you're like, "Oh wow, he's definitely not my person," that it's not even worth it to argue or Perhaps you start to say, oh, I see it a completely different way. And he just, you know, overrides what you're saying and like digs his heels in further. It's not worth it. Right. But that my point here is if he has a strong point of view about something and you have a different point of view, I think a woman who dates with dignity is going to speak her fucking truth. And it could make you guys be more drawn to each other. Larry and I don't see the world the exact same way. We're very much on the same page about politics and values. But sometimes I'm describing a situation to him and he just sees it totally differently or he thinks, you know, an approach should be done in a completely different way. And I'm like, I don't see it that way. But I respect him. I think he's brilliant. I love him. And it's just interesting to see different people's perspectives. Be yourself, a woman who dates with dignity speaks up and she doesn't, you know, cower back and, you know, hide her truth because she's fearful that he won't be interested. Finally, number 7. A woman who dates with dignity walks away when it's clear as day they don't want the same things, even if she really likes him. Maybe she has a word or two as well if he was misleading. Maybe she doesn't. I've done both. Actually, I've done the ego thing where it's like, well, I'm going to fucking tell you what a fucking dick you are. I look like an idiot, and it also doesn't achieve anything. And then later in my dating years, closer to when I found Larry, when I was dating like the mature woman with dignity, I sometimes new silence was more powerful based on, again, the unique individual situation. Maybe it was only a couple of dates. Maybe there just wasn't enough there. I've also said, hey, you're totally allowed to have changed your mind. I'm just letting you know four days ago you were telling me when you were away that you missed me and couldn't wait to see me. And now you're telling me actually you're just not that into me. I'm just letting you know that's not cool, bro. Just letting you know. It's just me sticking up for me and teaching someone how I'm choose to be treated. And like, I'm also saying, Hey, I get you're now not into me all of a sudden since four days ago, but I'm just letting, you know, that's fucking lame and rude and misleading. Right. And, and it's not four days ago. You said this with someone who I dated for like five weeks, but the last guy who broke my heart, we were together for like four months. I always blank. It was like three and a half months, four, four and a half months. Who cares? I'm yeah, I'm totally that girl who just like fixates on times and how long things were. But anyway, I really liked him. He totally broke my heart. And the week before he broke up with me, he was like, "I see myself falling in love with you so fast." And then he just coldly broke up with me the a week later. I wasn't completely blindsided because we were definitely experiencing some challenges, which I've touched on in other episodes, but I for sure was like way more hysterical and upset and was like how could you tell me last week and to be honest I actually don't take any of that back cuz we had a real relationship and even though 4 months might sound like a really short time for you it was like an intense relationship for me and 4 months was long enough for me to like really feel deeply i mean larry and i said i love you 3 months in and that was the first time i had said i love you in 9 years since my rock bottom relationship so I really just did have very strong feelings and I had a very emotional reaction. I don't even think it was ego. I just think I was genuinely hurt and I had no problem with how I responded. But again, just evaluating Each unique situation and how you want to respond. It could be very emotional and raw, but authentic. It could be really empowering, like, okay, dude, thank you for showing me who you are, just letting you know the way you treated me was really shitty. And in that tone, right? Or it could just be, and I choose silence. And I think having all of those options and loving who you become and how you show up is what brings you closer to. Your right person, just like those three no's only a few weeks back brought in five more yeses two weeks later because I loved my response. I loved my behaviors. I love the woman. I continue to step into being stronger and more powerful and more grounded and more self-owned every day. And I just don't think that journey ever stops, no matter how successful I am or how happy and in love I am. I think that is what makes life exciting, being so in love with yourself. And again, in a in a prideful way, not in an egoic way. Again, as I say, I'm human. I I have my big reactions, but I'm getting better at who I choose to share those reactions with. And then from there, that helps me get out the drama and then get to, okay, how does, again, I keep saying that word, boss. uh, How does Claire the boss respond to this situation? And that's where I think you guys, you can't lose because it will bring you the right people and the right opportunities. So date with dignity, not your ego. And if you need more guidance and help with all of this, apply to work with me, but really apply to work with me. Now you guys know, (laughs) you know, the rules, you know, the standards, the same rules apply. If you apply to my group, if you're applying apply because you're ready now. And of course life happens and shit comes up. I'm not saying there could be a change of circumstance and how dare they, right? It just goes back to one of those, uh, examples of someone who dates with dignity, one girl had applied and then she ended up having to get surgery and she needed to use the money for the surgery. You know, of course there are understandable circumstances. I'm just saying these three in particular kind of pulled some bullshit, but the magic really is in sinking your teeth consistently into this work, peeling back the blind spots. And I'm really good at peeling back your blind spots and showing you what you're not even realizing that you're doing. That's getting in the own way of you healing your heart really authentically deepening your relationship with yourself and ultimately calling in your person. So much love, my loves. Until next time. Bye. My love, are you ready to stop wanting him back and find someone better? Then head on over to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com and sign up for my one-year group coaching program. I can't wait to put a stop to your broken heart and get a start on your happily ever after.